0: Oh my God.
1: You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio.
0: According to hundreds of viral videos spreading across the internet, Tartaria was a giant race of technologically superior beings whose civilization spans the entire globe and was wiped out in a mud flood, hiding signs of their empire for centuries. They had advanced technology that harnessed the power of the Earth using magnetism and mercury, while their magnificently beautiful architecture was either destroyed or co-opted into later civilizations. Some of their technology and structures are even said to be in the Americas, completely dismantling and rewriting conventional historical wisdom. The mysterious nature of Tartaria is its greatest appeal, and because there are many mysteries concerning ancient civilizations, it's easy to simply attribute these to a single source, the Tartarians. This theory of the Empire of Tartaria was first mentioned by Russian author and professor Anatoly Fomenko, in his New Chronology, a revised history of the world which suggests commonly known history is wrong, intentionally fabricated by powers of Western Europe to conceal the truth of Tartaria and their influence on humanity. However, it seems much of this confused chronology can be easily explained. Much of the Tartarian hysteria comes from the appearance of centuries-old maps, which refer to an area in or near modern-day Russia as Tartaria. But Tartary, or Tatary, was essentially a blanket term used in Western European literature and cartography to refer to a large part of Asia which was largely unknown to historians and geographers. To the southeast of this region, the Chinese used the term Tatar to refer to Mongols and all their northern neighbors. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, Tatar, also spelled Tartar, is any member of several Turkic. Speaking peoples that collectively numbered more than 5 million in the late 20th century and lived mainly in west central Russia along the Volga River. The Tartars also settled in Kazakhstan and to a lesser extent in western Siberia. The name Tatar first appeared among nomadic tribes living in northeastern Mongolia in the 5th century CE. Essentially, the historical view is that these Turkic nomads joined Genghis Khan's army. In the early 13th century And a fusion of Mongol and Turkic elements took place Europeans then referred to these Mongol invaders of Russia As Tatars or Tartars When they finally settled in the western part of the Mongol domain Which included most of European Russia These Tatars were converted to Sunnite Islam in the 14th century And by the 16th century, Russia had conquered most of them In fact, the CIA confirms their existence In this historical context In multiple documents One titled National Cultural Development Under Communism Describes a proclamation Issued in 1917 By the Bolsheviks Addressed to Quote All Muslim toilers Of Russia and the East Tatars of the Volga And Turks and Tatars Of Transcaucasia Whose beliefs and customs Have been trampled upon By the Tsars And oppressors of Russia So the Bolsheviks grant them religious and cultural freedom as a right. Another CIA document titled, Mistreatment of USSR Muslims Revealed by Soviet Pilgrims describes events after the 1917 proclamation where, quote, in 1936 the leader of the Tartars had to face a court which wanted him to confess to acts which he did not commit. When he refused he was executed. Some religious freedom the Bolsheviks granted. Yet another CIA document describes the Turco-Tatars as the largest ethnic group next to the Slavs. Quote, dark-visaged and oblique-eyed. They are descendants of Genghis Khan and Tamerlane's warriors. The document further establishes this Tartarian history by stating, quote, in the 13th century, the Russian principalities All right, folks, a thorough were breakdown were of the
2: Tartarian by- Conspiracy. That is the latest from Red Pilled TV on band.video and infowars.com. What is the Tartarian Conspiracy? I'll tell you, folks, Tatar, it wasn't real. But one day, it will be. We all believe enough. We can make it real. We can make the civilization of the past be the future. Stay with us. Daily Dispatch on the other side.
3: It's Wednesday, August 9th, year of our Lord, 2023. And... You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. All I'll right, good this. morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Okay,
2: three, two, one. It's time. Final notes here. We have so much to talk about today. It really has been a wild last 12 hours or so across the entire globe. Talking about everything from the total downfall of Portland, crime out of control in the United States, heavily armed commando units crossing the southern border, rumbles of war in the Middle East, wildfires in Hawaii, and so much more. So let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Folks, here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 9th of August, 2023. World Bank halts new loans to Uganda over anti-gay law. The World Bank is pausing approval for new public finance projects in Uganda over the country's adoption earlier this year of a widely criticized bill criminalizing same-sex conduct. Quote, Uganda's Anti-Homosexuality Act fundamentally contradicts the World Bank Group's values. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. The international bankers are imposing their very high moral standards on all of us. We're sorry. We're so glad uh, to have these arbiters of morality and ethics, the banking dynasties to decide what is and is not morally allowed across the world. That's the development lender said in a statement on Tuesday, adding that, quote, no new public financing would be presented to the bank's board of directors for approval for the time being. The move comes after pressure from human rights organizations and members of U.S. Congress took a tougher line with Kampala over the law, which is among the harshest of its kind in the world. You know. you you look around at what's going on in America. And I, I think I speak for all of us when I say thank God Congress is focusing on, the, on the, the right things. They're focusing on the big things, not the homelessness or the collapsing economy or the open borders or the indoctrination of children or the fact they're taking children away from parents uh, because of the child's sexual identity. No, all of that is unimportant. Thank God U.S. congressmen are spending their time lobbying the World Bank to cut off funds from an African country. Over same-sex marriage laws. Or same-sex laws. At the end of July, several members of the U.S. Congress called on World Bank President Ajay Banga to immediately postpone and suspend all current and future lending to Uganda until the law was struck down. Yeah. Forget government-enforced homosexuality. We now have Global Central Bank-enforced homosexuality. So... In fact, bending entire nations to your will, which is just so odd. Maybe we'll get into this more later, but again, you look at all of world history. Homosexuality has even been moderately acceptable or legal for the last, what, maybe 50 years, 40 years. It's just, it's kind of weird, isn't it, that this morality that is utterly new on the human scene is now being imposed from on high by central bank money changers who apparently, because they control the money, therefore have an absolute right to impose their morality on literally everybody underneath them. And again, it's a morality that, whether you agree with it or not, hasn't existed for the first several thousand years of human existence, only to crop up around the 70s or so. And now it uh, is unquestionable and enforced by dictate from the people who uh, just have all the money. Amazing. Another amazing story here. Oakland, California crime. This is from CNN.com. Residents hunker down or plan to move as some crimes surge. After 60-year-old retiree David Schneider was shot and killed here while trimming a tree in his yard, his neighbor Tony Bird said she retreated indoors. Quote, people aren't feeling safe out of their houses, she said. It makes sense that you would want to protect your house then, right? You would barricade it. Amid a surge in crime in Oakland, California, police have advised residents to use air horns to alert neighbors to intruders and add security bars to their doors and windows. First, the bar- first the bars and the doors and windows. Is it becoming apparent why we always say that if you don't put the criminals in jail, everybody has to live like a criminal? Their solution to the crime wave that they caused by defunding the police, that they caused by their liberal policies, that they caused by their George Soros prosecutors. So it wasn't like this a couple years ago. They make a bunch of changes. Suddenly, crime's everywhere. Their solution to this is don't leave your home. Put bars on your window and maybe a big you know, steel security door that you have to have extra keys to get through. So you have to be locked inside living like a criminal in prison because the criminals are running the streets. That's the way this works, and of course, air horns. My God. (laughs) Okay. Oh yeah, clown horn might be more appropriate. Hong Kong. I'm about to be killed. I I mean, I guess (laughs) Oakland, California. You can just imagine uh, Tuesday evening, sun going down. You just hear all around you in your neighborhood. Well, that was pretty close. Nope. Looks like the, uh, looks like the McClaskeys are getting raped again. (laughs) Okay, great. Great. I mean, maybe the air horn can scare the person away. Maybe you just need something that loud. Maybe like a a Bluetooth speaker that you forgot was turned up all the way. You can have one of those sitting by your bed. You know what's also really loud is a gun. You could use a gun to scare them off. You could use the sound of gunshots uh, to warn them off. You could also use the gun to shoot the people coming into your house, but that's not what they want you to do. No, they want to disarm you, take your gun away, put bars on your windows, lock you inside your house, and then tell you to use an air horn to warn neighbors. The barbarians are on the loose, like a like a signal fire from Lord of the Rings, just letting them know. Yes, the the rampage is on. The ravishing has hit our house and will now be moving on to yours. Uh, again, we'll get into this a little bit. I don't want to get too hung up on these, but all of these stories. <laughs> <are> just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what a great noise to, you know, be robbing someone to. It'll make it more exciting, that's for sure. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Again, I shouldn't spend too much time on these stories because we'll get through them and then return to them uh, throughout the show. But this one we will be spending a lot of time on. Portland jury finds Antifa militants not liable in Andy No attack. Defense attorney declares, quote, I am Antifa. The jury has reached a verdict in the trial of investigative journalist Andy No versus Rose City Antifa and its alleged affiliated members in which they found both defendants John Colin Hacker and Elizabeth Renee uh, Richer not liable in the civil case brought against them. Long story short, folks, uh, Andy No was assaulted and attacked while working as a reporter by Antifa. The police did nothing to punish the people who viciously assaulted him. He sued them. Then the jury was doxed. Antifa was intimidating them openly. The The lawyer for the defendant, Antifa, Told the jury, I am Antifa and I will remember your face this after the jury told the judge that they were worried about being doxxed and having violence inflicted on them. Reporters covering the story have been attacked and had their car broken into and other threatening messages made. Again, we will cover that later in the show. Finally, or not finally, but next in our Daily Dispatch, global child sexual abuse probe that was launched after two FBI agents were killed leads to almost 100 arrests. Almost 100 people in the United States and Australia have so far been arrested over child sexual abuse allegations after the fatal shooting of two FBI agents led to the unraveling of a suspected international pedophile ring, officials n- announced Tuesday. The Australian federal probe said that 19 men had been arrested on charges of sharing child abuse material, while at least 13 children were rescued from further harm, harm as a result of joint operation with the FBI, dubbed Operation Bacchus. <clears throat> Again, reminds you of just how much evil there is going on in the world and how our incredibly powerful, super technologically advanced and well-equipped law enforcement agencies have a trouble getting a handle on this, but are super capable of punishing people for memes or going after the foreign president of the United States. Finally, we have this story, and we'll return to this on the other side. Multiple people feared dead after apocalyptic wildfires raise Hawaii, leaving dozens of trapped residents diving into the water to escape the blaze. More of that on the other side. The globalists are only humans.
1: Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons you can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day it purifies very quickly and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels this is what i use which my family uses it's the very best system out there for the lowest price for a limited time 10 percent off on top of that exclusively at infowarsstore.com on the alexa pure water filtration system in stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock Get it today, and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add the water supply like fluoride. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at infowarstore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores it's joint relief max and nerve Renew. both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWarsMD and Nerve Renew from InfoWarsMD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operation.
3: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: Back, ladies and gentlemen. This is American Journal. Yeah, lots of lots of stuff to get into today, and we're, uh, we're operating what two, three, three men down. Uh, I don't know. Apparently. <laughs> All right, All right. Make a bad joke, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. still might. All right. I still might. Is that on air? They're telling me to do it. Anyway, Stephen Crowder stole half my uh, crew. That's the problem. That's the problem here. Just kidding. I don't know where they are. I think they're sick. All right. No, we have a lot to get to, and uh, we are we are operating with a skeleton crew today, but make sure, please go to Infowarsstore.com to support us, myself, the crew, who, of course, does incredible work and carries more than their own weight on a daily basis. Now, there is, uh, we have a lot of footage of this. Let me just go through some of this B-roll. Multiple people feared dead after apocalyptic wildfires raised Hawaii, leaving dozens of trapped residents diving into the water to escape blaze, and hundreds more forced to flee cars stuck in traffic during Exodus. Several fires have ripped through homes and buildings across Maui and Lahaina, Evacuation orders are in place in several counties as the fires continue. Strong winds from nearby Hurricane Dora are fanning the flames of the blaze. This is a tourist town, very beautiful spot in the island of Hawaii, or on the, il- the islands of Hawaii, and uh, just absolute devastation with multiple people being feared dead. Some forced to jump into the water to avoid the fires. They say these are strong winds from Hurricane Dora. they burned multiple structures, forced evacuations, and caused power outages in several communities. The worst of the fire is on Maui, but several other smaller blazes on the big island near Honolulu. Reminds me a little bit of uh, what we saw going on in Canada over the last couple of months, and in Greece, and in various other places around the world where you get wildfires, but instead of being one big wildfire that spreads out to different places, you get multiple small wildfires starting all over the place all at once. Extremely suspicious. And in each one of those cases, you find that at least some portion of the fires are found to be started by arson. I wonder if that's the case here. Terrified residents of Lahaina were seen jumping into the harbor last night to avoid the fast-spreading flames in the city. The winds from Dora are so strong that firefighting helicopters were grounded last night. Actually, my dad's old college roommate, one of his best friends, is in Hawaii and sent us this before the fires had really gotten going uh, last night. He said, strange weather, very strong winds with no rain or clouds. For 12 hours, the wind has just been blowing straight and forecast for 24 more. No electricity, dangerous due to flying objects like roofing. About an hour ago, his apartment complex went up in smoke. He escaped barely... Got five guitars and one mandolin out to his car. His hair is crispy. So we got people just barely avoiding these wildfires. uh, Running for their lives. Just talking about my friend's dad. He was so excited to be alive and has no explanation for what's going on. By the way, police are stopping traffic, which makes no sense. So that's kind of interesting because in this Daily Mail story, it says that You know, people are fleeing their cars. They're having to jump out of their cars and leave them on the road. But that may be because uh, police are stopping traffic for some reason, for people trying to escape. Although, who knows? Maybe, you know, where they're trying to escape to also has fires. Communication is a total mess because of all the electricity being down because of the massive uh, winds that have ripped through the island in the last 24 hours. They describe it as an apocalyptic scene. Yeah, really pretty horrific. Much of historic Lahaina town believed destroyed as huge wildfire sends people fleeing into water. Residents forced to jump into harbor waters to avoid fast-moving flames from a massive brush fire that's destroyed much of the historic area and continues to burn. Residents say an overwhelmed fire force fighting fi- flames all day amid powerful winds, could do little as flames ripped through the historic community, destroying dozens of homes and businesses in what onlookers believe is the worst natural disaster in Hawaii's history since Hurricane Aniki. Acting Governor Sylvia Luke confirmed that the Hawaii National Guard has been activated to help respond to the sprawling fire crisis, which also includes other raging wildfires. The flames have forced thousands from their homes, and many aren't sure what they'll find when they return. Officials confirmed to Hawaii News Now that the Coast Guard deployed a helicopter and a boat to Front, Beach, uh, Front Street Beach in Lahaina Small Boat Harbor to rescue a number of people from the water. Full scope of devastation in Lahaina isn't known, but videos on social media show a terrifying wall of flames descending on Front Street in Lahaina and destroying everything in its path. One heart-stopping video posted by a fleeing resident shows uncontrolled flames in all directions. Really horrifying. Our prayers out to everybody on that island. Hopefully they can get a handle on it. But I wonder if anybody's out there I mean, this is kind of the problem with what we do. We cover such a wide swath of news and, you know, we cover so much ground. We're going to be talking about economy, the economy and the crime wave and immigration and all this sort of stuff. We just don't have the bandwidth to actually, you know, dial in and focus on stuff. But I would love if somebody had time to just go through all of the suspicious wildfires just from the last few months from Canada Canada uh Greece would be another one the island of Rhodes uh, Spain and Portugal experienced this just in the last few months there have been these massive outbreaks of wildfires that they'll happen like it's a single state that it's all taking place in like Hawaii or Greece and then but it's like a ton of different wildfires all cropping up at once all of a sudden without warning now, I don't remember this ever happening in history, I mean, if there was a situation like a volcano erupting, then you would have you know pieces of debris that went flying for miles, and maybe started a fire over here and started a fire over there. Or if there's a you know dry lightning storm and you know it passes over an area and lightning strikes, create a couple different fires. Like there's reasons why something like this might happen, but then as you look into it, you see that, especially in the case of Canada, extremely suspicious image that went totally viral and we've covered extensively on Infowars. You know They have actually charged people and are actually investigating into the fact that a lot of these fires were started by arson. So you've got wildfires starting all over the place. That's kind of suspicious. They're all happening at once. And then at least some of them are arson. So can you assume all of them are arson or why – like how are they doing this in a coordinated fashion? Why are they doing it in a coordinated fashion? And is this on purpose or not? It's really hard to tell because after all, the people that will jump onto this crisis and use it to get rid of your farms or you know make you eat bugs, blaming the fires on climate change, they are not above destroying entire forests to achieve their ideological ends. Just take a look at Scotland, felling 16 million trees to build wind farms. You think these people wouldn't? Burn down a forest or two to uh, juice the numbers, to get people frightened and panicked and willing to go along with something they would otherwise resist in the form of your climate change agenda. I mean, I'm just just speculating here, but it's like, we know these people are evil. We know they're willing to go to any length. We know there's a lot of suspicious activities surrounding these fires. When
1: I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of beet pollen, a gigantic dose of highest quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com, and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints and your energy your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWarsStore.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products, because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out ultimate bone broth at InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off, about to sell out. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
3: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video.
2: Back, ladies and gentlemen, just more than enough to cover here. It's for, for my um, where do we even start. Where do we even start? I saw somebody on Twitter the other day. said something. I th- she was trying to give me a compliment, but it was it's a little bit of a backhanded compliment, I have to admit. Didn't know how to take it. She's like, it's so impressive how you. You know, you you never pick the wrong word because clearly you do no preparation for your show. <laughs> She's like, "It's amazing that you're able to go off the top without having done any work prior to the show to get ready for it." It's like, "I do a lot of work before the show. I do a lot of work before the show. I just don't write a script that I then read off of. I just have to try to take in all of this news, and by the way, the news never ends. It never stops. So I don't even have time to like stop and go over single point and and you know write something that takes a lot of time to get out uh, for example just 9 minutes ago comer releases third bank memo detailing payments to the bidens from russia kazakhstan and ukraine house committee on oversight and accountability chairman james comer today released a third bank records memorandum detailing new information obtained in the committee's investigation into the biden crime family's influence peddling schemes The memorandum outlines how the Bidens and their business associates received millions from oligarchs in Russia, Kazakhstan and Ukraine during Joe Biden's vice presidency. After Hunter Biden received millions of dollars in payment, then Vice President Joe Biden dined with the son's foreign associates in Washington, D.C., Devin Archer. Hunter Biden's former business business partner, business partner, recently testified that then Vice President Joe Biden was, quote, the brand sold to enrich Biden family. Uh, The Biden family was used to send signals of access, power and influence. So, I mean, I've got 900 stories to cover, and then as soon as I go live, stuff like this breaks. So there's never a time that we get to seriously sit down and consider a single point. You have to take it all in together, and hopefully by taking all of this in together, we come to a more accurate understanding of the world at large and how all of these things intertwine and interplay and affect one another. And let's take a look at that for a second. talk about the economy shall we we'll, we'll move on from uh, uganda's anti-gay law since we already mocked that extensively i mean even that we could spend an, an entire show on like how did we get here how did we get to this point how has this gone on how is it that a vanishingly small percentage of the population that have decided to dedicate themselves to sexual activism somehow now control the levers of power at the highest levels, the central banks that determine whether entire nations are able to fund their projects or not? Like, How is it morally justified, ethically justified? How did we get here? Like, You could spend a whole show just going on the, the history of how all of this came about just in the last few decades, despite homosexuality being universally considered an aberration, uh, something unhealthy, a symptom of sin for all of human history and every, you know, function of human society, even like the gay ones, even the gay historical, you know, things that have a reputation, things like ancient Greece. It's like even they didn't have gay people be married. They understood it was just like purely a sexual gratification thing so how we've gone from i don't know 6000 years of human history and suddenly all of that being inverted in an, uh, just a few decades because of the work of these activists and how now it's just unquestionable at this point i'm not even saying it's a bad or good thing I don't, I don't even really know much about uganda's law and typically my stance is i don't care about your sexuality literally could not care less i don't think you should be Illegal, necessarily, but I also don't think it should be shoved down everyone's throat. I know, very very subtle uh, take of me. Actually, I pretty much have the same take as uh, Billy Bush, the heir to the Anheuser-Busch beer empire. I didn't actually grab this video. I did watch yesterday, did an interview, I believe, on Fox News. Uh, maybe they'll have their quote here in this InfoWars article. InfoWars has the headline, Anheuser-Busch heir ancestors would have, quote, rolled in their graves over Dylan Mulvaney. And the way that he put it is actually sort of like the classical traditional American interpretation. He says, my family, my ancestors would have rolled over in their graves. They believe that transgender, gays, all that sort of thing was a very personal issue. They love this country because it is a free country and people are allowed to do what they want. But it was never meant to be on a beer can and it was never meant to be pushed in people's faces. Bush said that that uh, that the type of customer who would drink a Bud Light are, quote, common folk who work hard every day and do not want political messaging shoved in their faces, saying, you know, I think people who drink beer, I think they're your common folk. They're blue-collar worker who goes and works hard every single day, Bush said. Isn't it something else when you've got, like, the billionaire heir to an industrial dynasty is somehow more in tune with the common man worker people than, like, the highly educated marketing executive that came up with this it's kind of odd it's a little bit odd but then again the marketing executive has either by design or as a natural consequence of their narcissism uh, completely shut themselves off from empathy or even attempting to understand people that they've been told are evil you know normal people normal americans who just are red-blooded patriotic people they've completely shuttered themselves from even attempting to see the world through their eyes. So the the highly educated elite Bud Light marketing team somehow far, far more disconnected from their customer base than the uh, billionaire intergenerational wealth having heir to this massive fortune. Very odd. But again, it's not about shoving it down your f- your throat. E- either way, right? I like that we live in America where you can be out from under the purview of the government when you're at your home alone, when you're consenting adults. I mean, what business is it of the government what you do? We don't need some nanny state watching us and dictating whether our sexual proclivities are good or not. I don't want that at all. I also don't want this invasive subversive class of highly educated weirdos trying to psychologically program all of the population into their sexual proclivities. Can we just leave each other the hell alone? And that seems to be what he was expressing there, saying, "Look, transgenderism, gays, like that's it's a personal issue. Like nothing against you, but we don't want it shoved in your face and put on our beer cans and uh, in an attempt to brainwash you into accepting something that maybe you're just not okay with and that's fine it's having massive massive unfortunate effects for the anheuser-busch organization after losing 27 billion dollars in market value Anheuser-Busch is now being forced to sell off several of their beer brands. They'll be selling Shock Top and Breckenridge Brewery, Blue Point Brewing Company, Tin Barrel Brewing Company, Red Hook Brewing, uh, Widmer Brothers Brewing. So a whole bunch of these brewing companies are being sold. $27 billion have been lost over just a few months from this corporation. Do you have any idea what a staggeringly high amount of money that is? I mean, that's like... That's like entire space programs. That's money that could get you to the moon. That's money that could buy every castle in Europe. That's money that could buy private islands by the dozens. Lost in just a few months from just a simple boycott from the American people. It's a massive success. I feel sorry that American workers are are now having to pay the price for this. Maybe that'll learn them a lesson. We don't know. The once great American company decided to put a radical left-wing agenda over sound business practices and the results speak for themselves. And the lesson all corporations should be taking about this is don't even get within an inch of these people. Don't even give them one chance to do one ad campaign. Just keep them the hell away from your business or it'll go down. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is
1: and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people, get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, private label by us. Discounted. Infowarsstore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave reviews. Top Doctors say it's amazing. Infowarstore.com and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word. Pray for the broadcast and go now to Infowarstore.com and get great products to keep the tip of the spear in the fight. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you. And that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
3: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: back ladies and gentlemen. Uh, new story today really uh, across all of the United States are the wildfires in Hawaii and we actually, uh, uh, a Lahana resident has called in, his name's Jeff, he's actually the guy who, uh, I was I was reading your messages earlier Jeff uh, that you, you sent to my dad uh, describing how you just barely escaped your apartment building. Uh, lots of Videos about this are coming out. They look utterly horrifying, Uh, but you are there in the historic town of uh, Lahaina on Maui uh, that seemingly has been completely devastated by wildfires. Uh, First of all, how are you? Are you in a safe location right now?
4: Yeah, I'm uh, 15 miles from Lahaina, um, a little place called Mahalaya, sitting in a parking lot trying to sleep.
2: Oh, gosh. Well, uh, thank you for calling in. We, again, read your, the, the message that you sent about waking up to the entire apartment building of uh, being covered in smoking. I mean, what has your experience over the last 24 hours been?
4: Well, it was weird early yesterday morning. I was, uh, I was up early, like at 6 o'clock. The wind had been blowing real strong all night. It was the strangest thing. It was a hurricane, but there was no rain. Right. No moisture, no cloud. So it was ripping the tiles off the roof of the, the apartment building. And I sort of did a quick check, looked around, made sure that I didn't see any fire, because someone had reported a fire up a couple miles up the hill. But then they also said. Uh, at like 8:45, that that was 100% contained. Mm. So I was off my uh, edge, and uh, not maybe as uh, vigilant as I should have been, because around three o'clock in the afternoon, I heard an alarm. And so in our apartment, every every unit has an alarm, and I, it was faint. It was coming from the other side of the apartment complex. So I went went out the door, and I could feel the heat, and I could see, see the smoke, and taste the taste the fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at that point, I started to uh, scramble to grab whatever I could to put in my car to get out of there. Crazy getting out of there because the fire department had set up half a block from my apartment building, and were blocking the street. So the main way to get out was unavailable. I thought. So I turned around and went the other way, and it just I felt like I was Tom Cruise and in some sort of uh, mission impossible every time I'd take a turn in these little uh, side streets in my neighborhood, there'd be fire leaping across the road from one house to the other. oh my god, and uh, luckily, I doubled back and I was able to get out the way I first tried um, just sort of wove my way around. the the fire department uh, operation, and uh, I got the hell out of there. Any idea the why? Whole, the whole, Go ahead. The whole side of the hill—it's like three miles of uh, uh, a road with apartment or mostly houses, with some apartments. It's the main residential area for a lot of people that are workers in Lahaina, and it's so the whole side of the hill just is gone. I'd say a thousand houses at
2: least. Wow. Yeah, no, they're, they're saying it's, it's been totally devastating. Uh, Obviously it's still sort of an ongoing situation. So they haven't done a full survey to see what exactly has been destroyed, but reports are that, um, you know, people are feared dead and it sounds like maybe you just, just barely made it out. Sort of shocking how quickly these things can happen. You think, I don't know. I, I, I tend to think like, well, if there's a wildfire. I'd have time to get out of the way, but these things can move so quickly. Uh, you really have to be prepared or at least be able to think on your feet. Uh, otherwise, it can really be a, a deadly situation. Any idea why they were blocking the road? Uh, I guess there were multiple fires all over the place. So maybe you're trying to leave one fire and you, you run into another one. Any idea why they were blocking the road as the fire department was?
4: Yeah, they were trying to put the fire out.
2: And just blocking the road as a necessity.
4: See, yeah, they had set up their equipment, and the, the road supposedly was closed. Uh, but there were still a, a bunch of us trying to get out. It was uh, almost a comedy of errors. It's like you go one way, and fire, and you go the other way, it was fire. And yeah, it's, uh, the the thing that made it so uh, crazy was it was
2: 60 mile an hour winds at least yeah all day that's wild so you had hurricane force winds but no moisture no clouds in the sky that that was the part of your message that sort of made my eyebrow raised where you go has this ever happened is this something normal i mean it's it's sort of normal in a place like west texas where you just got these big planes and the wind just sort of blows in one direction for hours at a time and uh you know, but that's that's the weather system there. Is this something that happens in Hawaii? The, these incredibly strong gusts of wind with no moisture and no cloud cover at all—is that normal?
4: This is the first for me. So I've been through a bunch of winter storms where we get the hurricane high-speed wind, but there's also rain and uh, clouds and the rest of the stuff you associate with a hurricane. Right. But yes. Yes. Yesterday was, it was just windy. And
2: I mean, windy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've mean, yeah. strong enough to blow tiles off the, uh, off the roof and it's not like Hawaii is, is unprepared for typical storms. So, you know, this was enough to be atypical and, uh, more powerful than normal. Uh, well, I'm, I'm yeah. glad you got out. We'll, we'll let you go and and try to get some rest and get some sleep. Cause it sounds like you've been through a, a harrowing thing. Uh, but, um, what's what's now i mean what what's the damage like where you are is it totally devastated or small pockets just overall do you have any idea
4: well i've seen some of the videos that are on uh, social media and it made it all the way down the hill that's like three miles from where it started to the ocean so it, it's it's burning it? it's burning down the uh, Front Street, which is, you know, the the main tourist destination for people that come to to Maui. Uh, But I don't I don't think there's going to
2: be anything left. Oh, my gosh. Well, the work, I guess, begins to to rebuild. But uh, horrifying. Your your story sounds harrowing. We're super glad you're okay, of course. And, um, you know, please try to get some some rest and hopefully you can start uh, rebuilding. I mean, it. I'm looking at – so Dora remains Category 4 hurricane as it passes further south of Hawaii. So I guess the hurricane itself uh, passed south of Hawaii, which is oddly unfortunate. And it's not often that it's unfortunate that a hurricane misses you. But in this case, it would have been nice to have a bunch of water dumped on it.
4: Here's a a weird piece of trivia for you. On 9-11, did you know that there was a hurricane parked off the east coast just off of New York City?
2: I did. Hurricane Andrew mysteriously disappeared that Tuesday morning, didn't
4: it? Yeah, it just wandered up the north, but nobody was nobody was concerned about it.
2: Yeah, that's a the, the, the,
4: the weatherman barely reported it. Nobody talked about
2: it. Yeah, that was interesting. And then you can actually watch as it sort of um, dispersed. I, I mean, what's your What's your takeaway about this? Because I know you you follow uh, the news quite a bit. I don't know if you've seen what happened with the wildfires in Canada. I mean, it seems like this is yeah. kind of happening around the world where you've got these locations that suddenly 10, 12, different wildfires crop up all at once, miles apart from one another, but like in the same instance – Uh, Is this same thing happening in Hawaii? Like, has this ever happened before? Why are there so many fires all at once? Is it just the wind? Is the wind starting the fire? I don't understand this.
4: So it could be that the high-speed wind knocked down the power line Mm. and uh, then then there's a spark from the power line. Uh, But we do get uh, wildfires here, not every year, but every two or three years. And they'll still come down and threaten the highway, or they'll leap across the highway when you're trying to get from one part of the island to the other. But uh, I'll tell you, it it did not make sense. When I'm I'm coming out of my apartment with my last load of stuff, one of my neighbors, he's on to his car. He says, look right there. And there is this alcove-protected place where there's an air conditioning unit. And it's protected. no fire around this part of the apartment complex yet, but the air conditioning unit had caught fire,
2: mm. doesn't make
4: sense. There was no electricity. There had been no electricity for over 12 hours.
2: Well, that's very bizarre, and that sort of goes along with what we've seen in California where houses will burn up, but all the trees around the house isn't burned up. Uh, At the time, that was speculated to be some sort of direct energy weapon that targeted uh, metal to heat it up quickly. Harrowing stuff, thank you so much for calling in, Jeff. So glad that you're safe, and uh, God bless. Try to get some sleep. That sounds like we had a horrible night.
1: When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of beef pollen, A gigantic dose of highest quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now 40% off at InfoWorkstore.com, and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints and your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer. For bone broth, Infowarsstore.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about Infowars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to Infowarsstore.com right now. We're selling out ultimate bone broth at Infowarsstore.com. 40% off, about to sell out.
3: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith
2: gentlemen welcome back we're going to get into uh, more into economics this hour as well as uh, crime and how those two things interweave we've got Mideast, east we've got ukraine invasion uh, health race stuff we've got the fact that portland oregon has been completely captured by antifa gangsters honestly i mean the mob wishes it could have the type of control that antifa now wields in the once great city of uh, Portland. Just had a a long conversation with uh, Jeff from Hawaii, who just barely escaped the wildfires there. And, you know, prayers out to everybody in Hawaii. We don't even know the number of dead yet uh, from this fire, still learning about the consequences of uh, what's happened here. But it's a good reminder that, I mean, you... Jeff was in town like a month ago. We were talking, I mean, the way he described where he lived in Hawaii, I mean, it's not like paradise. I mean, you can live somewhere that is just paradise 99.9% of the time and doesn't take a nuclear war. It doesn't take some massive cataclysm that destroys the globe for you to suddenly need to be prepared. And so, you know, for those of us who, uh, are not being affected by this it's still a good reminder to be prepared for whatever may happen because it could happen in an instant and by the time it happens it's it's too late to start preparing then so uh, make sure you're prepared there's tons of preparedness supplies at infowarsstore.com of course storable food and and water filters air filters i mean these things can become vitally important in the matter of an afternoon right the morning, it's lovely and nice, and you're playing golf. And by that evening, uh, everything is gone. It, it really is horrifying. So make sure that you're prepared. And, of course, you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com as well. So support yourself, prepare yourself, and support the infowar by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Right now, it's the Christmas in August sales event, meaning there's 60% off our top-selling products, including things like water and air filters. Again, not to, you know, it's not like, It's not like this is going to happen to you tomorrow, but it's just good to be prepared. It's just a good lesson. And as somebody who's, as myself, lived through, you know, things like hurricanes, there's a weird psychological, like, disconnect. It's like waking up from a dream, right? You're living this life. It's just everything's stable and normal and good. And then suddenly something happens to where everything is different. Everyone around you is gone. Everything that you thought you knew has been destroyed. I mean, it's it's bizarre and uh just sort of giving me flashbacks to that nothing i don't think i've ever experienced anything weirder than driving down a 16 lane highway in houston being the only car on the highway a highway is usually jam-packed bumper to bumper but in the day before you know the hours before the hurricane landed in uh must have been 2011 or so uh, just empty, just totally empty. You get this eerie, creepy feeling, just like, I shouldn't be here. Something is something is off. It's odd how quickly uh, human society can just become utterly unrecognizable. Tenuous. Tenuous. That's how I would categorize our existence on this planet. We have a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's see if we have time to go to maybe one of these videos. Let's just should we check in on old Joe? Let's check in on old Joe. Joe, um, somebody let Joe wander near the Grand Canyon today. Let's uh, go. <laughs> this is a video from Infowars.com. Uh, Biden Arizona highlights. Let's take a peek.
4: The Grand Canyon, one of the Earth's nine wonders, wonders of the world. <laughs> Literally. Okay,
2: wait. Hold Think on. Look at
4: that.
2: <laughs> wait a second. Oh, Lord. One of Earth's nine wonders. Okay, there are seven wonders of the world, and they are the ancient. They are the wonders of the ancient world. I think only one of them exists now. It's the Great Pyramid. None of the other ones still exist. There are only seven of them. The Grand Canyon was not discovered until 2,000 years after they were published. It's just this guy this guy. And by the way, he was allowed to walk within like five feet of the edge of the canyon. You can just imagine the anxiety level of... You're
3: listening to the American Journal with your host Harrison
2: Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue to talk about the economy in this hour. Sort of tangentially related, but still related, is of course the way that the economy, that money being fabricated from thin air by people without any justification for their ability to do so, get to, I guess, then dictate what you believe and what you're allowed to do. That's the ultimate goal of the central bank digital currency, It's already being enforced now and has been. Uh, for decades. This is why the system was set up in this way. And should the biometric financial system be allowed to be fully set into place, it's game over for any resistance to that unelected, self appointed, money changing masters of the world. A few places are resisting it, and this is a new story. Just posted a few minutes ago, actually, from Infowars.com. Kenya kicks eye scanning WorldCoin to curb, refuses to become, quote, data harvesting guinea pigs. Okay, based Kenya. Can we please get the air horn again? I think I might need a soundboard. <laughs> That's right. That's in honor of Kenya. Refusing to become data-harvesting guinea pigs, the Kenyan Ministry of the Interior last week suspended controversial tech firm WorldCoin and any similar entities from operating in the country. Co-founded by OpenAI's Sam Altman, WorldCoin offers free crypto tokens worth roughly $50 for people willing to have their eyeballs scanned by a device called the Orb. (laughs) What a sentence, folks. Oh, we are living in a dystopian fantasy world, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not one of the fun ones. I'm just gonna read that one more time. WorldCoin offers free crypto tokens worth roughly fifty dollars to people willing to have their eyeballs scanned by a device called the Orb. Hoo oh boy. would even be a good – like if I picked up a novel and that was the first sentence, i just like put it away. It's just like ah, it's some young adult trash I don't want to read. I mean, come on. You can come up with something better than that. But no, it's real. It's all real. I mean that would make a good – that would make a good opening sentence to like a trashy, like, you know, cheesy dystopian novel where like a teenage girl overthrows the government. In a world. The government first announced their world currency. They offered people $50 to get their eyeballs scanned by the orb. It's like, I I wouldn't read that book. I would just be like, ugh, blegh. Oh, the orb. People are scanning their eyes in the orb. It's real. They're really doing it. Good on Kenya. Because, they, you know, they roll these out. I mean, they roll them out in, like, first world countries to the lemmings just absolute lemmings who actually stand in line for it so it's not totally accurate to say they always roll these things out in third world countries first but they do like using the desperation of the third world to get them into programs like this i believe is it nigeria you know india's rolled out the digital currency gotten rid of cash uh, there's a place in a place in Africa – just yesterday I saw the story. I, I must have forgotten to bookmark it. It was um, – yeah, a place in Africa was just saying, you know, uh, yeah, you're going to have to get your biometrics scanned if you want to have a, a bank account now. See, they roll these out in the third world countries using forces like the IMF or the World Bank, just like they are now – have completely cut off Uganda from any funds to improve their country until they get rid of the homosexuality bill. Just straight up extortion – From the most powerful organizations in the entire world, extorting, forcing, coercing an entire nation to bend their will to the uh, ideological demands of people that, again, have just hijacked the ability to create wealth on this planet. So they use that against Uganda to get them to change their – it's stakeholder capitalism. It's World Economic Forum-style stakeholder capitalism where – They just believe that, like, because they have all of the money, they get to tell people what to do. That gives them the moral imperative to impose their worldview on everybody else, and they'll bankrupt you and starve you if you don't go along with it. So they try to do this to Kenya, and Kenya is not interested. Thank God. They say relevant security, financial services, and data protection agencies have commenced inquiries and investigations to establish the authenticity and legality of the aforesaid activities, safety and protection of the data being harvested. And how, they harvested intended, uh, and how the harvesters intended to use the data. It reads a statement from the ministry issued last week. Kenyan Cabinet Secretary Alfred Mutua was outraged over the technology, saying in a statement, let us support the stoppage of Kenyans used, being used as guinea pigs and their data being harvested. You have to ask for yourself why your eyes are being scanned and information gathered. What does it mean, and what will it mean to you and your offspring? Based Kenya added again. We're here to run marathons and defeat the new world order. Powerful stuff. Now, of course, things are changing here. ESG had a good run, but it looks like it's sort of going by the wayside. They'll have to rebrand it. They'll have to come up with some sort of other uh, three-letter combination to disguise their communism under. S&P Global has stopped handing out scores to corporate borrowers on ESG criteria at a time of rising questions about their utility and political attacks on such metrics. This was never going to be – like have a good utility. It was never meant to have a good utility. The point of capitalism is that you're supposed to do the things that make you money. You come in as an investor and impose some completely arbitrary, totally pulled out of your butt – Metric to grade companies by that have nothing to do with their ability to make money, how much money they'll make, the cost of production versus the cost, like none of that mattered. It's environmental, social, and government. It's completely arbitrary, completely actually uh, counteractive to making money, right? To impose these ridiculous metrics on a company that would otherwise just be doing what the customers wanted actually guaranteed that you were going to make less money and yet they considered them more viable investment opportunities even though they were doing things that would directly lead to them not making as much money. So it's a complete inversion of capitalism. Again, I've ranted about this before where it's just like, how do they even get away with this? And you can ask investment bankers or people who are involved in hedge funds or whatever, and they all know about ESG, and they're like, oh yeah, the ESG score, yeah, it's a new metric that they're doing. And it's like, and 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 you think that's normal, and you're actually using that ESG score as if it actually represents and uh, a grade by which you should make a decision of who you're investing in it's ridiculous it's completely utterly totally absurd i mean it would be not even as bad as having some sort of score that measured like whether the employees of a company had cats or dogs and you go well they have a very high uh, d to c score like they, there are more dogs than cats as pets of the people in this company and you've got investors sitting around going oh well you know i didn't think this company was viable but then i saw how high its d to c score was and so we invested in it and that actually that would actually be probably more effective and more like okay and in line with making money because whether you have a dog or cat has absolutely no impact on how you're able to make money the esg scores however have a negative impact on whether you're Able to make money. Whether you're able to hire the best people for the job or whether you hire the people who fit the best demographic criteria for the job. Whether you actually do the things that are designed to make your company money or whether you do the things that are designed to satisfy the creepy control freak ideologically captured weirdos at the big banks. So having a dog or a cat just has as far as I could tell, no basis or impact whatsoever on whether you're able to make money. ESG scores actually have a negative effect. And yet that's what people are using to determine whether a company is worth investing in or not. It makes no sense on the face of it. How we even got to this point is baffling, inexplicable to me. But finally, it's getting rolled back. They blame Republican attacks. Oh, Republicans. Republicans hate when you use your Monolithic and, and monopolized control of the money supply to force the correct as they would put it demographic structure of your company total and another nonsense we're going to go we 're going to go to a very special headline on the other side sticking with economics and then moving on to crime and how these two Intersect each other and how as our economy collapses, the crime rates rise and then shoplifting goes out of control and then the businesses get shut down and then the economy collapses more. It's a feedback loop, folks. For
1: everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, now your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible. It works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from. Made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country. that's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already the lowest price, not even a lower price. Rebels in. Get yours at InfoWordStore.com now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda. The New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing. Must be ended, and the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast, and literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nutritive, and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together they really are sick evil scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats we cannot let this continue
3: you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video
2: You might be struggling right now. I know wages are stagnant while inflation has skyrocketed over the last seven years. We're now celebrating just the fact that inflation is just not as high as it was a year ago. Which is crazy. It was at historic 40-year highs a year ago and it's still significantly higher than manageable. I know you may be Feeling the the pressure in your wallet as you struggle to pay for things that cost significantly more than they did just a short while ago. that your money is being devalued, that you're having to dip into savings. In fact, people don't even have savings anymore. The vast majority of people have less than $1,000 tucked away. Of course, when you really think about what that means, what it entails when people don't have savings... What does it mean? What does the death of savings entail? It means that you can't make any big purchases it means everything that you own is probably going to be rented it means you have to go into debt in a lot of cases, which means you have to have the approval of the bank before you can actually have access to money, which means the banks then have a greater influence and ability to control what you do it means that houses and cars and phones and any big ticket item, even though phones shouldn't even be a big ticket item but It will all be rented. It will all be not owned, not yours. You won't own your own house. You will be a temporary resident in somebody else's house, and that somebody else is a multinational hedge fund management company like BlackRock who will have keys to your house and have the ability to go in your house whenever they want. You, You don't own it. You have no privacy. You have no ownership over it. If you want to knock a wall down or something, you won't be allowed to do that, so you won't be allowed to actually... Create a place that is yours to call your own, you will simply be a temporary money making opportunity for massive multi conglomerates. So I know people are probably feeling the heat right now. Getting two jobs was the Babylon B had a headline. It's like the Biden's economy is so good, people have twice as many jobs as they did last year as people. And that that is actually reflective of the. Job market where the number of people holding two jobs has skyrocketed. But fear not, the good folks at Bloomberg are here to tell you, shut up, it's all fine. From Bloomberg, published yesterday, U.S. economy is strong, so Americans should stop worrying about it. (laughs) The U.S. economy is great, stop worrying about it. That's the headline. That is the headline. (laughs) They actually say, "Is it possible for economic news to be a little too good?" Uh, no, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, "No, nah. nope, nope." Hope I think I hope I answer your question, Tyler Cowan. What prompts these questions is the U.S. Uh, economy. The good news is evident. It's evident because they keep telling us that everything's fine, despite our own eyes telling us otherwise. But it's fine. They also tell us, uh, men are women, and uh, Can get pregnant so you know apparently it's not our observation that is dictating reality it's their ridiculous manipulatable uh, manipulative deceptions the good news is evident at a 2.4 percent growth rate last quarter exceeding expectations inflation has fallen to the three percent range Wage gains are finally exceeding price hikes. Stock prices have rebounded. Measures of volatility have been low, and consumer sentiment is improving. A translation of this is that instead, you, like uh, basically, you've been drowning underwater for the last long little while, and you finally got a little little breath of air. You finally were able to get your mouth above water for just long enough to make a quick little gasp, and now you're back underwater. So it's they're like it's fine. <laughs> you're just not drowning as quickly as you were a second ago you've had a slight reprieve from the unrelenting bad news that we apparently are trying to cover up so yeah they are just telling you just the the economy's fine stop worrying about it now if you actually look at what the numbers say and what the actual facts on the ground are very different story Ooh, boy is it a different story according to the Kobayashi letter on twitter the u.s now has one record 17.1 trillion dollars in household debt a record 12 trillion dollars in mortgages a record 1.6 trillion dollars in auto loans a record 1.6 trillion dollars in student loans and a record 1.0 trillion dollars in credit card debt total mortgage debt is now double than the 2006 peak meanwhile of Americans have more credit card debt than savings while student loan payments are set to resume for the first time since 2020. All this while mortgage rates just hit 7.1% and credit card debt rates hit a record 25%. We are fighting inflation with debt. This cannot end well and it will not end well. And multiple outlets have been reporting over the last little while that right now, is the most difficult time to purchase a house or a car in American history. But it's fine, they tell you. It's fine because, see, to them it is fine. To the people writing the articles for Bloomberg, to the world controllers that intend to use debt as a limiting factor and as an enforcement factor in order to determine whether you get to advance or get pushed down through the societal pyramid structure – This is what they want. Like, this is good to them. Kind of like, you know, stop worrying about the fires. It's actually a good thing, says the property developer who wants to buy your property at rock bottom prices. Like, yeah, it is good for them because they are intending to and are in the process of creating a cataclysmic, devastating situation in which they will save you from themselves by providing you the debt. That you now are required to rely on because they destroyed your savings and eliminated your ability to be sufficient and above water in terms of debt. So it is good for them, a debt-controlled society. That's what they want. That's what they're working towards. The neo-feudal structure that they're implementing is very convenient if everybody's operating with zero savings, starting with zero money. Like there's going to be no... Passing down money. Like these are the things that you can't do if you can't save. Can't purchase a house, obviously, you have to rent. Can't purchase a car, obviously, you have to rent. You can't pass money down to your children. Obviously, there's no such thing as intergenerational wealth anymore. They'll make sure of that with the estate tax on top of everything else that they're doing to you. It guarantees that you have to continually work. You have to continually be feeding the beast. You can't take a year off. You can't pursue your passion you can't take a risk on a new small business venture by saving some money to you know then use as a as a nest egg to launch your venture all of these things are precluded from you and instead you have to rely on the willingness of the banks to provide you money you have to rely on you have to continually be paying off the interest of your debts so you're actually paying for the privilege of being under this control system of course, it'll be eventually tied biometrically to you in specific so you can't you know, declare bankruptcy and start a company and then close it down and move on. That will be impossible, and it will be eventually, obviously, once they get the, the biometric credit score, it'll morph into a biometric social credit score. And just like the world banks are cutting off countries for being against homosexuality, they'll be cutting off you individually for holding views that the bankers find distasteful. I beg you to think about how important
1: your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people, get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, private label by us. Discounted. Infowarsstore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave reviews top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarsstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarsstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
3: record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal,
2: with your host, Harrison Smith. Chicken and the egg sort of situation we got going on here. Is it the failing economy that leads to the crime? Is it the crime that leads to the failing economy? Or are both of these necessary pulls in a feedback loop of chaos and destruction designed to bring down America from the inside? It's in a state of desperation, where we'll will be willing to give up our civil liberties in the exchange for an end to the chaos. Seems obvious, but unrelenting. Even the good news is presented in a way that reveals how bad the overall situation is. For example, this from the San Francisco Chronicle, and we're gonna cover a couple cities here all of them hotbeds of liberal activism all of them hotbeds and center points and and the eye of the storm of defund the police policies that have been implemented nationwide cities in every state in the union but these in particular are the focal points of of these movements seattle portland san francisco dc new york these are the places where these Programs were rolled out most efficiently, effectively, and, and destructively. San Francisco is opening a new downtown IKEA soon. <laughs> oh joy. They say it'll be different from any IKEA store seen before. Well, let's speculate on that, shall we? First, from the SF Chronicle. In most world-class cities, the opening of a new retailer wouldn't merit much notice. But in San Francisco in 2023, where shuttered stores, sagging foot traffic, and crime concerns have become obsessions, the forthcoming arrival of an Ikea furniture store on a gritty section of Market Street is fomenting outsized anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. Sagging foot traffic and crime concerns have become obsessions. You're obsessed. Why are you so obsessed with all the crime? It's like when you're walking through a... a a yard, and there's a gigantic pit bull drooling at the mouth walking towards you. You're like, Why are you so obsessed with the dog? <laughs> it's like, That's the threat. That's the threat I have to worry about. My obsession with crime is my daily interaction with it. Obsession. Regardless, What do you think they blame all that on? I mean, they admit it. They get it. They know. They can't, like, pretend that San Francisco is some sort of safe, lovely, prosperous, growing place anymore. They get there in the throes of civilizational collapse, and they're a center point for the liberal activism, which could more accurately be termed something like societal aids, something like civilizational cancer. Of course, the cancer cells are now spreading out elsewhere. The Put, the putrescence, the the sickness, the illness of liberalism is now fleeing San Francisco. Numbers were out yesterday. I believe it was San Francisco and Seattle are – maybe New York City. But these places are seeing a total exodus of the wealthier portions of their population. The poor people, of course, they're stuck there. They can't help it, Right. I mean, they, they might not have voted for this, but they can't just uproot and move across states and plop down in some mansion in Austin or something. Uh, they're stuck with the outcome of the policies that are pursued by the people that are now fleeing these cities. But that's a whole different story. What do they blame this on? Uh, the pandemic, of course. It's the only thing you're allowed to blame things on the pandemic, global warming, climate change. Of course, you go back in time, you can see the pandemic was created in a lab, by the very people that implemented the lockdowns that actually destroyed everything. And of course, climate change is a distraction from the actual destruction of the earth being carried out by things like Chinese fishing fleets and polluters and, and pesticides being used to poison entire ecosystems. But no, what they say here is uh, city leaders, merchants, and residents hope IKEA will help revitalize the area and represent a tangible vote of confidence in a city that's been slow to rebound from the pandemic. Yeah, it's been slow to rebound from the pandemic. That's what it is. That's probably what it is. I believe that because I'm an idiot. I think it was the pandemic because I'm a stupid idiot. Crazy. The nearby Powell Street, Stockton Street, and Union Square shopping meccas are pockmarked with huge for-lease signs. Nordstrom, the giant department store at the nearby Westfield San Francisco Center, will close this month. Two blocks away, a Whole Foods shuttered in April over security issues that include rampant shoplifting and an overdose death. Gee. Gee. That pandemic really messed things up, didn't it? No, it was the pandemic, though. It's what it was. Now, if you've ever been to an Ikea— it's an amazing place. The sheer scale of it is mind-boggling. Now, I'm not saying it's good. Everything there is cheap and hardly functional and plastic and soulless, but that's not the point. The actual buildings themselves are quite impressive. They are mazes. And if you've ever been there, you know that it's 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 a maze with little cubbies every 10 feet that – they set up little rooms. They set up nicely. Here's a little bedroom over here. Here's a little kitchen over there. You walk in you feel like you're in a little apartment in Stockholm. But really you're in a giant warehouse. Now, knowing this, I've got one of two options for the IKEA in San Francisco. The first option is it has dystopian prison level security. That to get into IKEA you're going to have to provide a palm scan and a a credit card on file. Uh, okay, well, three. I just thought of a third option. So your first option is extreme security with facial recognition cameras and something to keep out the riffraff. Because if you don't do that, option number two is this will become a hobo hot- hotel of epidemic proportion. I mean, you are building in the middle of San of downtown San Francisco a maze of little pre built homes. Uh, and you're just going to let anybody walk in there and test out the beds, you think that's going to go well? So either massive, in, uh, uh, intrusive, and dystopian security measures, or it's going to become a drug den, the largest drug den in the entire world, or option three, it sort of morphs into halfway an actual store and halfway just a giant vending machine that people order off the internet from. Because this is the way it goes. And this is the way it's being planned. Can't leave your home, so just order everything from the internet. And we started with this story. We'll return to it here. Oakland, California residents hunker down or plan to move as crime as some crimes surge. Now it's the same thing that's happening in the corporate world, right? You've got unrelenting shoplifting. Police departments no longer prosecuting shoplifters, not even coming to investigate. And yet. Stores still want to operate there, so everything has to be locked up, everything has to be behind glass, seeing a high trust society that can have faith in its citizens that they're even if they can steal, they're not going to. One of my favorite sayings is, is liberty is an unguarded cookie jar, right? Liberty is is not the enforcement of good behavior. It's an obligation to behave well, even when you're not forced to. And so if everybody's stealing, if everybody's robbing everybody else, then you you have to do something about it. You can either punish people that are doing the robbing, or you can punish people that are the victims. And what we've chosen as a country is to punish the victims. Instead of locking up the criminals in prison, we are making the entire world into a prison. So shops won't have... Items on the shelves, you'll have to get permission, you'll have to order them from the internet, you'll have to stay inside and not go out and shop for things. But, you know, everything will be locked behind plexiglass and steel cages because otherwise the looting occurs. And now it's happening with homes where instead of patrolling the streets and getting the criminals off the street and actually having some form of punishment that is effective and psychologically forceful. They're telling you to put bars on your window, to get a security door for your house, and to defend yourself by having an air horn. We'll return to this story and get into some other horrific crime going on, not just in San Francisco, in California, in Oakland, but D.C., in New York City, and everywhere else liberals get control. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle
1: with a globalist. I have come from nowhere, to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, private label by us, discounted. Infowarsstore.com, Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave reviews top doctors say it's amazing infowarstore.com and that keeps us on air thank you so much for your support spread the word pray for the broadcast and go now to infowarsstore.com and get great products to keep the tip of the spear in the fight
3: you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video
2: Folks, I, I do this every day. I'm trying to I'm trying to correct it today. I have the crew running around like chickens with their heads cut off in the morning, trying to print out all my stuff, trying to get all the videos that I put in, and then I get to like half of them, and I just I just feel bad. I feel bad. So we're gonna just power through all this because happens as you start talking about start, start talking about IKEA building a store in the middle of San Francisco, and it's such a hilariously bad idea that you can't help but ramble about it for a bit. So I'm going to try to correct that. We do have some breaking news that I'll get to quickly here before we return to the crime segment of our show. Diane Feinstein apparently is in the hospital after a, quote, minor fall at home, spokesperson says feinstein fell on tuesday quote all of her scans were clear and she returned home the senator's office said she fell at home on tuesday and visited the hospital to get checked out senator feinstein briefly went to the hospital yesterday afternoon as a precaution after a minor fall in her home the 90 year old senator paid a visit to the hospital after she tripped and fell tuesday Her health has been closely watched. This year, she missed three months of work in the Senate. After she was hospitalized with shingles, she has rejected calls to resign her seat and insists she will remain a senator until her term ends in January 2025 and then retire. Good Lord. Good Lord. So we hope she's all right. We hope she has a long uh, and healthy retirement far away from any semblance of power. But again, is it elder abuse to – Prop up your 90-year-old cadaverous senator so that their creepy little assistants can actually run things? The answer is yes. And then we have this story that we covered a little bit before. I just haven't had time to go through it because it broke during today's show, but I know Alex will be going into detail on this during his program uh, in the next hour, uh, Comer releases third bank memo detailing payments to Bidens from Russia, Kazakhstan and Ukraine. So this is the House Oversight Committee on, and Account on Accountability. Uh, I'm sorry. The House Committee on Oversight and Accountability chairman James Comer today released a third bank records memorandum detailing new information obtained in the committee's investigation into the Biden's family's influence peddling schemes. The memorandum outlines how the Bidens and their business associates received millions from oligarchs in Russia, Kazakhstan, and Ukraine during Joe Biden's vice presidency after Hunter Biden received millions of dollars in payments. Then-Vice President Joe Biden dined with his son's foreign associates in Washington, D.C., Devin Archer. Hunter Biden's former business partner recently testified that then-Vice President Joe Biden was, quote, the brand, sold to enrich the Biden family and was used to send signals to access and power. Well, now they have even more information detailing this. Committee staff is releasing payments from Russia, Kazakhstan, and Ukraine that occurred during Joe Biden's vice presidency the committee now identified over 20 million dollars in payments from foreign sources to the biden family and their business associates hunter biden and Devin archer used rosemont seneca entities to bring in millions from oligarchs in europe and asia using accounts nominally tied to devon archer hunter biden received incremental payments originating from foreign sources attempting to hide the source and size of the payments again that's just a quick overview alex will be going into detail on that during the alex jones show beginning at 11 central time but let's return now to crime oh the crime crime is everywhere this is amazing oakland california is telling their residents to use air horns to alert neighbors to intruders and add security bars to their doors and windows so in the in the option between punishing the criminals and living in a literal prison they've chosen to live in a prison lock yourself in your house and have a noise making device to alert your neighbors I am being attacked not that they're going to come, they're not going to come do anything they're not going to be able to come and help but they'll just know, oh look the uh, McClaskeys are getting raped again, oh do you hear that horn somebody in the next block over is probably about to be killed yeah, foghorn. This is, this, is the solution. this is the safety solution brought to you by the Democrats. Again, I remind you another very loud object that you can use to defend yourself is a gun that you have the Second Amendment right to wield, but maybe not in California. Yeah, what do you think is more effective at getting a, a burglar out of your house? An air horn or the sound of a shotgun cocking? Yeah. Much much scarier than an air horn. An air horn might be the thing you want to use if you want to get murdered. Like that's if you if you got somebody rush rumbling around your house, go ahead and blow your air horn. Just see what happens. You crazy? Horrifying. Uh, this woman named uh, Tony Bird. I'm sorry. Uh, bird who moved to oakland two and a half years ago said she took their advice to heart she now has three air horns and five security cameras around her home well problem solved problem solved <laughs> you just have a rape whistle in your home now that's nice that's very nice have an air horn like your your home from arrested development we should get that clip You know, most Americans might have – or like, you know, info warriors might have guns stored around their home. People in California have uh, air horns stored around their home to uh, deafen the criminals who are there to rob or whatever them. So this, again, is the path that people have taken. said a million times before, when you defund the police, you're really doing one of two things. You're privatizing the police because, hey – the big neighborhood the big mansions in the gated hoods around san francisco they're not gonna have bars on their window no no no, they're not gonna have steel doors messing up their beautiful facade of their mansions that's not gonna happen they're gonna have private police forces that they pay for because they can afford it you can't afford it so put the bars on your window get an air horn and just get ready to be a victim (coughs) And, and isn't this wonderful you have five security cameras so you know when the cops if they feel like showing up a week later to make a report the, you'll be able to give them plenty of footage that they'll never investigate and never be able to able to identify anybody on so great well done amazing you'll have uh, high def multi-angle footage of you being a defenseless victim to the criminals that now run your city and the country by the way so we've pointed this out since the beginning since defunded the Defund the police. First started. It's just a simple like mental algorithm. What happens if you defund the police? Well, people are still going to want to protect themselves. Okay, you're getting rid of guns too. Okay, well the people who can pay for it will still be able to pay for security services who have guns, so they'll be okay. And when the violence and, and crime gets to a certain level, they'll be calling in the national guard and bringing in forces from the state level or something other than neighborhood policing with people that live in your city uh, being the the police officers it'll be militarized national forces that will then control your streets and that's literally exactly what's happening in clip number 3 as Democrat DC councilman Trayon White calls on the National Guard to help address the rampant violent crime in the capital let's watch I have spoken with the DC National Guard yeah. hmm. And while I have to have more conversations with the chief police, which I have today, and the mayor and my colleagues, we have a long way to get there. We just know that police alone is not getting it done. We need air horns. We need air horns on every corner. Deafen these criminals. You could just have cops. Hey, why don't you just undo what you did to bring about this situation? They're not going to do that. They're going to bring in the National Guard. That's what he was just asking for. Now, they they need to do something because, dear God, and we're about to show you a video. Daily Caller has the story. Video shows Senator Rand Paul's staffer being brutally stabbed in Washington, D.C. You'll see the video. He's just, this is modern America. You may be walking down the street in a nice part of the capital of our country in the middle of the day and be stabbed nearly to death in a completely random attack from somebody who has just been released from federal prison with a rap sheet a mile long of violent crimes on their record. So let's go to clip number two. Here is the uh, Senator Rand Paul staffer just walking down the street, minding his own business, and being brutally stabbed nearly to death. Let's watch. He is walking. Yeah, walking there's the attack (laughs) (laughs) completely random completely out of nowhere leaving americans totally defenseless as the democrats pursue their suicidal crime agenda he had apparently this person glenn neal is the suspect he had apparently just been released from federal prison before allegedly stabbing todd and reportedly has a long history of serious crimes Again, the direct result of not just the defund the police program, the overall anti-law and order program that the Democrats have with the early release and the Soros prosecutors that refuse to prosecute crimes, this is what you get. Let's go now to clip number 15. This is back in San Diego, California. Broad daylight, woman's bike getting stolen. Nobody helps her even looks at her as she cries for help. Let's watch clip 15. Yeah. She's singing the new national anthem, the new state anthem of California. We all rise and look at the California flag and scream, help me, help me, God, someone help me, as you are brutalized in the middle of the day and your neighbors pretend not to notice because they voted for all of this. On order. Very simple solution.
1: If just 1% more of you took action and went to our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.